यू आर लिसनिंग टू अमिंट प्रोडक्शन प्रॉट यू बाय एच टी स्मार्ट कास्ट हेलो एवरी वन आई एम मौलिक मधु फ्रॉम मिंस पर्सनल फाइनेंस टीम इन टूडेज मिंट मनी पॉडकास्ट आई बी स्पीकिंग टू मिस्टर राजीव टक्कर who is the chief investment officer of Parag Parek or PPFast mutual fund Hi welcome to why not mint money a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth so let's get started on your money journey Earlier this year in February the fund house had to stop fresh inflows into its flexi cap fund after SEBI advised mutual funds investing in overseas securities to hold further investments in these securities so as to not breach the industry wide overseas investment limit of 7 billion dollars however starting this week from 15th march the fund house has decided to reopen fresh inflows into this very popular scheme that has been investing up to 35% of its corpus in foreign stocks and uh, this has come about even though the existing overseas investment limit for the mf industry remains unchanged Hi Rajiv thank you for joining us today Hey yeah uh so Rajiv uh, I'd like to understand what uh, prompted PPFast to restart inflows into its flexi cap fund and uh, you know what has changed between February when the fresh inflows were stopped and uh, now Okay so let me answer the second part first between Feb and today nothing has changed so uh in terms of the limit obviously so limit was 7 billion uh, earlier and limit remains 7 billion uh, today so just to give an analogy uh, let's say someone is a tour operator uh, running a cruise uh, line which goes to st petersburg and to nordic countries and a conflict arises now what do you do initially firstly you say let's effectively bring things down to a grinding halt uh, let's right. figure out uh, what the situation is what needs to be done so uh, the communication from sebi came in late january on a friday evening and uh, that said that you cannot uh, remit money outside uh, india to buy further foreign securities the existing investments remain so we said let's first see what this means and let's uh, try and maintain status quo as far as possible sure. maintaining status quo meant that we don't disturb the existing sip flows we don't dis- uh, disturb the existing stp flows and we stop fresh lump sum investments fresh folio creation and all that and effectively uh, let things run as they are till we have more clarity on the situation post uh, that communication the union budget was announced uh, and after that the monetary policy statement has been announced so initially uh, the thinking was that uh, this 7 billion dollar limit was set up way back in 2008 so obviously uh, almost 14 years have gone by and mutual fund assets have grown significantly in that period and uh number of folios have increased india's foreign exchange reserves have increased uh the sub limits within that 7 billion dollars which is the 300 million dollar limit as it was 
was increased once to 600 million that further got increased to 1 billion so the thinking was that oh this is something which did not get addressed and now that we are close to 7 billion some clarity will emerge post either the budget or the monetary policy statement so uh, both the policy announcements are silent on this matter uh, there's no indication of the limit in increase happening so initial media reports speculated uh, the timeline speculated about the amount some said it will increase to 15 billion some said 10 billion there were some versions going around which will say it will go up by 1 billion dollar each year so th- those were the kind of uh things that were coming out so now uh, there is complete silence meaning there is no clarity on uh where, if and when that limit increase will happen so that yes, is yes. one so coming back to the analogy let's say if in the itinerary if st petersburg is not an option then you run a, a itinerary which excludes that so in equity investing if foreign investment is not going to be allowed then we have to take a look at how do we figure out how to manage and how to uh, enable clients to invest in equities without having the foreign component so then there were uh, a few choices so one choice architecture was that uh, keep the flexi cap shut for a while and let people invest through the tax saver fund so that was uh, one initial thought that we had and where we uh, communicated to uh, clients we communicated to uh, financial planners to distributors and uh, all so the feedback that we were getting is that uh, we invest with a long term outlook but we would want the flexibility uh of redeeming if a need arises for rebalancing or uh for whatever reason so the three year lock in was a deal breaker for a lot of people that was one and even in terms of flexibility say uh, not being able to use derivatives in the tax saver fund meaning that uh, rules out arbitrage or uh, that rules out uh, covered call options or some various other things so uh between keeping flexicap fund closed and channelizing uh, money to tax saver the uh, preference it was uh, felt that it would be better to open flexicap again and the third option would have been to launch a fresh scheme which since beginning we have been very averse to cluttering the offering and to having many more schemes but given that the limits are where they are we felt that it's better to open up the flexi cap scheme rather than launching a new scheme sure yeah in fact uh, rajiv uh, this uh, i had a question relating to the tax saver fund option but you've already you know answered that question so uh, you know if we go by a lot of uh, twitter comments on you know when this news was shared on twitter there is also a section of investors who feel that you know um, initially the flows were stopped and now we've restarted and obviously all the new money is going to flow into you know uh, indian securities only so as you know when we become talk about your existing investors some of them seem to feel you know that uh, this is going to kind of dilute you know the foreign stocks exposure in the scheme maybe not immediately 
but we don't know when this matter is going to resolve and over time you know maybe that uh, exposure may come down and uh, a big part of the attraction of the ppfast flexicap fund is you know their exposure to international stocks so you know what would you like to say to your uh, existing investors uh, on this aspect sure so the situation uh, that we were faced with was a situation in which clearly you cannot keep everyone happy meaning no matter what decision we took uh, you would have people who would be uh, not 100% happy at the end of the situation so if you go back a little bit you mentioned twitter comments and stuff like that yeah. if you go back to the twitter comments after we announced the uh, shutting for the fl- fresh inflows uh you will see so many people facing so many difficulties so even existing sips and uh, stps which were not registered with our registrar camps and which were being uh, operated out of the platforms a lot of them got cancelled a lot of them uh, got disturbed so yes. people who felt that people felt short changed in the sense that uh, i have been a long term investor i have been investing regularly via sips but suddenly my uh sip got cancelled because of uh the choice of platform which ideally shouldn't be the uh case again uh, a lot of uh meaning we have some uh, charitable foundations uh which invest with us we have uh, some national uh, strategic institutions which invest with us uh corporates those typically don't do sips but do regular investment each month so ppfs itself the mutual fund the amc rather was investing 3 crores a month in the flexicap fund okay. now uh, that was not registered as a sip that's very interesting would, yeah yeah so th- that uh, got flow got stopped so uh, of course we put some of it in the tax saver as well in the month uh, that it was stopped so not that we stopped investing but uh, about the fact that foreign holdings will get diluted over time i think that's the situation whether we like it or not that's the yes. situation now in a mutual fund uh, space where you have 10 lakh crores of equity assets and plus there would be some other in hybrid assets now if you say 7 and 1/2000 crores for a billion and only 7 billion so roughly 50 55000 crores roughly mm-hmm. is the foreign investment permissible now mm-hmm. as the 10 lakh crore grows over a period of time that foreign portion will remain where it is so uh, in terms of meaningful international exposure through the mutual fund route is mm-hmm. not possible given where the limits are that's a fact of life sure. now one would like things to be different but let's put things in perspective so mm-hmm. the 7 billion dollar limit is a cumulative limit it's not a annual limit it's cumulative okay. limit uh, we spend maybe 6 7 billion dollars each year in foreign travel cumulatively <laughs> as a country okay we spend another 6 7 billion dollars whatever in gold imports each year which is again not cumulative sure uh, we have a billion uh, we have 1.4 billion population for which we have a 7 billion dollar limit which comes to less than 7 dollars per capita right uh, we have 
again even leaving aside the population looking at just the uh, number of mutual fund investors yeah we have 3 crore 25 lakh mutual fund investors right uh, in india now for that a 7 billion dollar limit frozen in time is yeah. going to be uh, not meaningful that's so, right uh, i have also mentioned in the note that uh, if someone is very very keen on international diversification increasingly yeah. it leaves a choice only of uh, the lrs route where sure. people have to remit money uh, either to buy overseas mutual funds or to buy direct stocks uh, even in a situation where we kept the fresh inflow shut in terms of lump sum but mm-hmm. existing sips and stps would over a period of time would dilute right. the foreign component in any case sure so uh, yeah there were there are pros and cons to each course of action that we could have taken yeah you know what like i mean rajiv your examples uh, really put things in perspective so i i totally get your point uh but i mean given that you know we expected this uh, overseas limit matter to be resolved you know fairly soon but you know it's still not uh, you know been dealt with do you have any expectation on you know when this matter will get resolved and uh, you know would you like to hazard a guess on you know why has this you know taken so much time to get resolved so as americans would say this is above my pay grade so uh the wise women and men in the uh, finance ministry sebi and rbi decide these things and from our point of view we look at only the investing side we look at uh it's uh important to have global diversification for investments and things like that they have to look at exchange rates they have to look at uh, capital flows in and out uh, balance it out uh, forex reserves the outlook and various things so uh, i think beyond what is already there in the public domain i have absolutely zero insight in terms of how much will be the limit increase when it will happen if it will happen uh, Uh, so Rajiv, now I'm coming to my last question, and uh, this one doesn't relate to your flexi cap fund, but it's about your conservative hybrid fund, which is like you know your youngest scheme, and it was launched in May 2021. So uh, you know we don't have much history, but if I look at the last six months return, it's uh, kind of given about three percent, which is uh, sort of at the higher end of you know what the peer funds in the category have given. Uh, also, you know when I look at the February uh, fact sheet for the scheme. I see that the scheme's average maturity is around uh, six years. So, uh, Rajiv, my question is that uh, you know, given that interest rates are headed upwards, are you going to bring down the average maturity of the scheme? And uh, you know, where will returns come from going forward? Okay, so uh, in equity, uh, just like we say, have a, a longer-term investment horizon and. Uh, Meaning, ignore the market fluctuation. Uh, same way in debt, most of the returns across mutual funds. I am not just talking about us. Sure. Comes from coupon, comes from That's the interest rate that the bonds pay to the bondholder. Sure. The timing factor, which meaning uh, I expect interest rates to fall, so I'll buy long maturity securities. Uh, I expect interest rates to rise, so I'll be at the extreme short end of the thing. Is 
effectively market timing uh, trying right. to uh, get the interest rate cycle right so sometimes it works in your favor sometimes it goes against you so what we have consciously been trying to do is trying to avoid that kind of market timing uh, kind of approach uh, what we have said is ultimately the uh, returns of the scheme will be driven by the ytm of the paper that we own sure. so what we have done is we have tried to make sure that we are in paper where we don't see too much risk of a default or where the credit quality is uh, relatively assured and where we don't unnecessarily lock in to extreme long maturities where uh, if clients were to redeem early they would be uh, faced with capital losses so based on the yield curve as it stands today at the very short end you have overnight around 3 quarter 3 half in that range and you have the 6 year and 7 year uh, state loans at 7% which is twice the current short term interest rate so looking at it from the point of view of a investor who has let's say 3 4 5 years 6 years of investment rather than buy, uh, staying liquid in treasury bills or in overnight and hoping that uh, you are able to enter again when interest rates rise and you are able to buy paper uh, at a yield which is higher than currently available right. we say that if this interest rate increase cycle happens after a year then already you have lost 3.5% trying to so i think it. almost everyone is aware that rate cycles rate cycle is going to go up and that is the reason that the yield curve is steep the short term rates are very low and long term rates are already high so uh, we are not in this endless waiting game mm-hmm. what and if rates rise we'll be able to reinvest the uh, coupons that we get at a higher rate and it will average out over over a cycle portfolio so because of the scheme structure what happens yeah. is if you say average maturity of 6 or if you say a portfolio duration which is less than 5 right uh, one thing to notice is only 75% of the portfolio is invested in government bonds okay. so when you multiply this 6 by 0.75 or when you multiply the 5 by 0.75 automatically the interest rate risk comes down to uh, that extent because sure. uh, the other assets may not necessarily be correlated with the completely with the rate cycle so right. the rate portfolio or the equity portfolio may not be uh, completely correlated so sometimes one may zig other may zag and uh, uh, things like that retiree for example someone okay. who's uh, retiring at the age 60 and may have uh, one or two decades probably uh, of living of that retirement fund so uh, the need is of a debt product or a, a largely debt product but the uh, maturity is indefinite or the uh, investment horizon is indefinite the other potential customer could be someone who's investing some money in debt as part of a asset allocation uh, let's say uh, someone who's 40 years of age and who wants let's say a 30% debt exposure that person is putting money there and that person has quite a few years to uh, retirement Now, if someone wants to take a buy a car in exactly 2 years 
then a fixed deposit or a fixed maturity plan may be a better product uh, then a conservative hybrid fund may really not be the best scheme for uh, someone who has less than 3 years uh, investment horizon yeah sure yeah again i think your examples kind of you know spell it out uh, very clearly and uh, rajiv thank you so much for taking out the time to talk and uh, it Pleasure was great talking. to yeah it was great to have you on the podcast and uh, you know i really hope that this uh, overseas investment limit issue gets resolved soon because uh, i am a ppfas investor too and uh, you know i'd i'd like to you know invest more in the scheme so here's hoping for the best thank you so much yeah thanks, thanks rajiv thank you very much this was a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hd smartcast